What's up, guys? My name is Barn Saunders, and you're listening to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. And on this podcast, we will be talking about recovery in the broadest, most general sense possible. Recovery is so much more than just getting over something. Whether that be drugs, loss, physical injury, or mental health, the principles of recovery can be applied to all areas of life. And in this podcast, we're going to be focusing on everything and anything that can cause struggles in life or cause great success in life, and how to navigate through the good and the bad times, as well as getting on the path of recovery from any and all setbacks or choices that may have led you down the wrong path. Another thing I want to emphasize is recovery is a constant progression forward. And what that means is recovery doesn't ever end. You can recover from something and then always fall right back to where you were. That's why in recovery, and especially here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast, you won't hear us talk about how to recover and be finished. Recovery is always pushing forward and striving for betterment, even when the original reason for starting recovery is no longer a factor in your daily life. So guys, once again, I would just like to say thank you to everyone who tuned in to listening. And this week's episode of the Sunday Recovery Podcast is going to be focused on staying present. And by staying present, I mean finding that zone or the ability of being completely focused on whatever it is you're doing whatever interaction, whatever situation you're in, whatever task you're working on, just being focused only on the present moment and not thinking about any sort of outside distractions or outside factors. And so the first thing that I really want to touch on is the importance of being present. And the importance of being present is, for me at least, I know when I'm present in the moment, I am so much more productive, I am so much more fun to be around, I am so much more engaged, and I always feel that when I'm doing something that brings me into that state of just being completely focused on the present moment, not only does time seem to go by faster, but I seem to be able to get in a state of mind where I am just not only happy, but I am able to feel that I am in a moment of clarity and a moment of spending my time in a positive way. And for me, whenever I'm able to be fully present in the moment, you know, I also come, I've come to realize over time that whatever it is I'm worried about, whatever it is that may be holding me back from doing certain things or taking action in certain parts of my life, when I'm in the moment, I'm not thinking about those things. And for me, it's such a big part of my recovery is to be able to catch myself whenever I am worrying or overthinking or stressing about something and just simply, you know, sit myself down and try to really focus on what it is I'm doing right then and there. And how can I do whatever it is to the best of my ability? And when I focus on the current task, it allows me to step outside of things such as my anxiety. And for me, this is a really huge 
sort of practice that I've kind of gotten into more and more recently, especially, um, especially with the new job. For me, a big thing is distractions at work. And it's, you know, it's not only at work, that's just one example. For me, I found that it's super easy for me to be distracted. I don't know if I have ADHD or whatever, but I feel like I have developed such a short attention span over my lifetime. And for me, I think a big part of that was the transition I made in my life from constantly having, you know, a quick fix through my substance abuse. And then now, you know, I no longer have that instant satisfaction, that instant um, gratification of putting something in my body and instantly feeling some type of way. The things that I do today on a daily basis, they are building me up to have satisfaction, maybe not the next few seconds, maybe not the next few minutes, but over time, you know, maybe next month, I'll be super, super satisfied that I've been super focused and working really hard at my job, that I've been making good on my commitments with my diet, with my gym, you know, going to the gym, getting good exercise in. Maybe I'll be super satisfied with the amount of commitment and time and energy and effort that I've been putting day in and day out with things such as my relationships with friends, family, significant other, whatever it may be. I find it super huge to be able to understand that staying in the moment is something that isn't going to be an instant thing where it's like, okay, I need to stay more present. And so then next thing I do, I'll be super present instantly. It's something that takes practice just like anything else. It takes time and it takes a dedicated mindset to be able to get to a point where you can kind of flick that switch. And if it's something really important, if it's something you've been really looking forward to, whatever it may be, to get to the point where you can flick the switch, tell yourself, convince your mind that, okay, this is now the time for me to stay present in this moment. And not only that, it's also when it may seem that you're getting very overwhelmed or a lot of stuff may be going on. I know for me, I have a lot of stuff that I really want to do and things that I want to accomplish and achieve. And sometimes when I think about all those things at once, I become really overwhelmed and I start getting thoughts of, you know, how can I make a better plan? And planning is super important. But for me, when I'm in that in that moment and I'm just constantly thinking about my plan, you know, I'm not in the present moment. I'm thinking about long-term stuff and it's kind of taking me away. So in those moments, it's super important to be able to catch that and say, okay, I need to recenter myself, get focused again, and stay focused throughout the duration of this task or throughout the duration of this conversation, this meeting, this situation, this drive, whatever it may be. And so the number one thing that I have found that's greatly helped me in being present and staying present when I need to be and also when I want to be is eliminating distractions. And I briefly touched on this, but it's it's super hard to do anything and stay present in anything if you have other stuff going on or if you have other stuff you're worried about thinking about. And for me, the number one distraction, I'm just going to be honest about it. I'll admit it. My number one distraction is my phone. You know, getting messages, seeing my screen light up, seeing notifications, 
hearing a notification sign, thinking in the back of my mind, oh, I haven't checked Instagram in a little while, or I haven't checked Facebook, or I haven't checked Snapchat. Let me see what's going on. And then the moment I pick up my phone, it's like an instant shut off of the part of my brain that was focused on the present moment and focused on the task or the situation or whatever it may be, because now I'm focused on my phone. And even if it was something as simple as, oh, I I got a text message from someone, you know, I texted them earlier, they finally responded, I'm going to just check this one message. You know, I tell myself that all the time, I'm going to just respond to this one message. Next thing you know, I see another message, another message comes in. And then when I swipe up, for some reason, every time I swipe out of the messenger app, I'm always so tempted to instantly go to Instagram instantly go to Snapchat because I already have my phone up. You know, what's what's another minute away from the task that I'm doing? What's another minute if I go check Instagram? It'll only take a second, right? And I find myself getting so easily distracted by this that I pull up Instagram, check my DMs, see a funny video someone sent me. And next thing you know, I'm going through the Instagram reels or, you know, next thing you know, I'm scrolling through Facebook comments. And it's like, what even happened? You know, at some point there was a complete disconnect from the part of my brain that was once focused and the part of my brain that is now totally focused on something else. And for me, one of the biggest things that I do is when I get to work, you know, I text my girlfriend, hey, babe, I made it to the office. And then I always try to put my phone down. I try to turn it off. I try to silence it put it down and away. And for me, what I do is in my office, we have a little, you know, a section in between our desks. There's like a little piece up there and I put my phone up there. So it's out of sight, out of mind. And for me to even get my phone or check on my phone, I kind of have to like stand up out of my chair and reach up to grab my phone. And just that simple, you know, that simple thing of out of sight, out of mind, it greatly helps me. You know, anytime I do this, the next hour, hour and a half seems to fly by and I seem to get a ton more stuff done. And it's all because I've eliminated that distraction. And this goes for a ton of things, not just, you know, being on your phone. I just thought for me, that's probably the number one source of my distraction. And, you know, I hear it all the time. People say like when they're at work or when they're in school, when they're doing homework, whatever it is. They try not to have their phone on them or they try not to have their phone sitting screen up right by their computer or right by their book or whatever it is they're doing. They try the out of sight, out of mind technique, which I'm a firm believer in. And I think it greatly works for distractions. And another thing for me is sometimes I can get distracted by myself, like just my own thoughts can be super distracting. You know, I may be working on something and something comes up in my projects or my writing, whatever it is I'm working on. And it makes me think, oh, yeah, I have to do this. You know, I need to do this. I still haven't done this. And then my mind starts going to, okay, when am I going to chunk out a section of time? Maybe if I can't get to it today, am I going to be able to do that thing tomorrow? Am I going to be able to do it next week? You know, and then it's the same thing. Next thing you know, I'm sitting there, hands off the keyboard, completely stopped what I was doing, and I'm thinking about when am I going to schedule time to do something that, you know, for one, 
should have already had a better plan for my day or my week or, or whatever it may be. And for two, the moment I thought, okay, I still have to do this, whatever it is, just reminded me of that. Why? I wonder sometimes, like, why do I instantly jump to that and use it as a way to get away from whatever it is I'm doing? You know, why can't I just have that thought, process it, and then say, okay, cool, I'll do that after I'm finished with this. And I think for me, a lot of times it stems from the kind of stress and and anxiety that I get, especially from thinking about stuff that I have to do or remembering stuff that I forgot about. You know, for me, it's like every time I remember something I forgot about, it kind of weighs on me a little bit. And I've noticed that my brain kind of, you know, sets the importance of that thing that I forgot, sets it a little more important about whatever it is I'm doing, because it may be something I should have already done. So I kind of view it in that moment, I view it as, oh, it's more important for me to take care of this thing that I just remembered, or at least plan some time to take care of this thing that I just remembered, rather than do this thing I'm doing right now. And for me, I've kind of come to the, and I'm still working on this for sure, but it was told to me that anytime I'm reminded of something I forgot, In that moment, if it's not something I can immediately do within one minute, 60 seconds, then I need to table it. If I can't do it in 60 seconds, then by me thinking about it, worrying about it, or stressing about it, or trying to do it, plan to do it, if it takes longer than 60 seconds, then my focus is gone. And the present task, for me, the present task is always more important. Because getting in that state of mind, getting in that, I really like to call it the flow state, getting in that flow state is not only super important for productivity, but it's super important for my mental health to be able to sit and focus on one thing, focus on the present task. It allows me to, you know, like I was saying, it allows me to alleviate some anxiety or some stress. And I always feel so much better afterwards. You know, when I finish something and I look at the clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just working for an hour straight and I got so much done. I completed a full task. I feel so productive and it motivates me. It's like a compound effect. It motivates me to continue on and it motivates me to practice the same things that I did to get that project or get that writing assignment done. It allows me to be able to sit down the next time or when I move on to the next task, kind of restart myself and say, okay, I already did this one task. I already got one thing done. If I do the exact same mental process that I just did, then I can do this next task too. And it's that compounding effect. You know, if I, I've realized that if I come into the office, you know, if I kind of lollygag, if I kind of, you know, waste a little time, if I hop on social media and it takes me like two hours to get one thing done, then it's already like, you know, I'm already in that mindset and that mode of taking short breaks to hop on my phone or taking short breaks to surf the internet or look something up or try to plan something out. You know, then when I switch to the next task, I end up doing the same thing because I'm already in that pattern. And so for me, the flow state what, what, what I call the flow state is essentially being present in the moment. For me, it's when, 
you know, and a good example of it is driving, listening to music. You know, if you're listening to a great album or an artist or a song that you really like, or if you're with someone in the car that you're really close with and you're having a super engaged, interesting conversation, a two-hour car trip can feel gone in an instant. You know, you'll get to your destination and be like, oh my gosh, like time went by so quick. And another thing for me is flow state is when I'm not looking at the time. Flow state is when I'm so focused on whatever it is I'm doing that I'm thoroughly enjoying it to the point where I'm not even worried about time. I'm not even worried about how long it's going to take me to do this one thing because all I'm focused on is doing that thing. And it's it's super funny to me that when I don't worry about time and when I'm not constantly checking the clock, I get stuff done faster and I'm able to you know, get through my day faster and more productive and in a more fulfilling way that, you know, by the end of the day, you know, when when 3.30 hits and I'm about to get off at 4, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I wish I, you know, I can't believe how fast this day went by. I got so much done, you know, I can't believe it's already a half hour left, like, and then I catch myself in that mode of, you know, what else can I get done in this half hour? You know, how much more productive can I be? Rather than if I have a day when, you know, two o'clock hits and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's only two o'clock. You know, I have two more hours before I'm off. And then when I get those feelings, I'm always quick to pull out my phone. You know, let me pass a little bit of time here. Let me check some messages. I still have two whole hours. You know, let me lollygag a little more in an attempt to make the time go by faster. When in reality, if I've rid myself of all distractions, that time is going to fly right by and I'm going to be wishing I had more. I'm going to be wanting to do more in the time that I have while I'm at the office, while I'm working on something, while I'm in a situation or a conversation, whatever it may be. I've noticed, you know, when I'm on the phone with people in my recovery network, especially my sponsor, time goes by so fast. And when I'm on the phone talking about recovery, gaining more knowledge, learning about stuff, You know, I was on the phone with a great friend of mine the other day, and we were talking all about the whole concept of selective memory. You know, the whole concept of, oh, I can remember all the fun, exciting, thrilling times I had using substances, and my mind can only focus on those, and then my mind will start missing that, you know, and I'll get in that mindset of, oh, man, I miss, you know, having a drink. I miss doing whatever drug it may be, you know, and it's the same thing for other stuff. You know, I may miss all the delicious McDonald's or I may miss all the delicious five guys that I ate, you know, but I don't think about the times when I was really insecure about my weight because I gained more weight in a shorter amount of time than I ever had before. When I realized I weigh the most I've ever weighed, when I tried to race my little brother And uh, he beat me in a race because I'm so out of shape. You know, I don't think about those times and say, oh, I miss those moments. And it's the same thing for me, especially with substance abuse. Whenever I get in the selective memory mode, you know, I don't think about missing the overdoses. I don't think about missing the depression. I don't think about missing the unmanageability of my life. All I miss is the fun times. And just the other day, talking about this with a friend, it seemed like an hour and a half phone call went by in 30 minutes. 
and I was late for something I had to do because I had totally lost track of time and I was wishing, I wish we could continue on this conversation longer, but sorry, I have to go. And for me, that's a prime example of what it means to be in that flow state. And finding that flow state is, you know, when all of your energy and all of your power and your thoughts are all kind of aligned and your mindset's aligned and everything's aligned with your goals and everything's aligned with what you want to achieve in the in the way that it allows you to just make significant progress towards whatever it is your goals are, even without forcing yourself or thinking about the time or thinking about you know, I only have X amount of time to do this, or I have to do this for X amount of time left. It's a way to, for me, it's a way to be completely dedicated to whatever it is I'm focused on. And for me, getting in that flow state is awesome. It's it's such a good feeling. Um, for me, another thing is when I'm playing the piano, and I'm kind of just sitting there at the piano keyboard, just totally improvising playing a bunch of random notes, but making it sound good, going through scales, going through chord progressions, and not even really thinking about what it is I'm doing. I'm just doing it, doing it with the natural flow of my body and my mind and my spirit. Um, hence the name flow state. So the next point I want to touch on is another big thing that a lot of times this prevents me from staying present in the moment. And for me, this is overthinking. It's overanalyzing, it's worrying, it's stressing, but it's mainly overthinking. When I'm faced with a task or a problem or situation and it's not something that I am going to instantly fix or instantly complete, you know, for me, if it's something that's like almost anything that's going to take me longer than five minutes, I oftentimes tend to overthink it. You know, what if I do this? What if I don't do this? You know, if it's in a relationship or a conversation or if I have a conversation coming up or if I just finished an important conversation and now I have to do something else, but I can't get out of the thoughts of what could I have said? What could I have done differently? You know, how is that person thinking? Oh my gosh, did I say the wrong thing? Did I do the wrong thing? Did my actions get interpreted in a way that I didn't mean. And all of these thoughts are just examples of what I've been able to notice myself going through. And it's the whole, for me, it's the whole idea that was explained to me by a great friend in recovery when I was in early recovery. If I catch myself thinking about something over and over and over and over, I'm thinking about it for a reason and it may be a good reason. It may be a bad reason. It may be because I'm afraid. It may be because I'm angry. It may be because whatever that situation is, is causing emotions to rise up in me. But is me thinking about it going to change it? Or is proactive action going to change it? I can think about something all I want. But if I don't do something, nothing is going to change. It's the idea of if nothing changes, nothing changes. I can sit down, write up a three-page outline for a podcast episode and go through it over and over and over. Oh, I don't want to talk about this. Oh, I forgot I want to talk about this. 
you know, maybe I can change this bullet point. Maybe I should do some more research, find a quote here. You know, I can sit there and do it for like days on end. But if I don't sit down at my computer, plug my microphone in, get my system running, hit record and start speaking, I'm never going to record that episode. And so all that overthinking I did, it's not worth anything if I don't take action. And if it gets me to the point where I'm then procrastinating or if I'm pushing action off and if I'm unable to start something and stay present because I start something and then I just let all those thoughts come right back in, then that overthinking is a huge negative thing. And I guess that's why it's called overthinking. And there's a big difference between thinking and overthinking. Thinking can be very positive. You know, it's really important to think things through, especially in recovery. It's super important to think things through. And it's also super important to get other people's ideas, learn from other people's experiences, share honestly about my thoughts, my opinions, my worries, whatever it may be. But if I'm doing that right in the middle of trying to get something done and it's preventing me from finding that present moment and getting into that flow state, that's when the over part of overthinking comes in. Overthinking is thinking for me that takes the foreground. You know, when I'm overthinking, my thoughts are in the front view, front view window and the present task is in the rear view. And I'm more worried and more focused on my thoughts than it is staying present in the moment. And for me, I've come, I've come to the realization over time. And like I said earlier, it takes practice. Like it's, you know, it's don't beat yourself up or, you, you know, you shouldn't stress yourself out. Or for me, another thing is it's important to not say, oh, I overthink everything. Because if I say that over and over and over, then that's going to become my reality. If I believe that I overthink every situation, then I am going to overthink every situation. And I'm never going to find that that presence and being able to put the thoughts aside and get whatever it is I'm working on finished. You know, I can think about it after. And it's, you know, for me, I find it super helpful to... Be aware of the thoughts and just accept them for what they are rather than entertain them. If a thought comes through my brain while I'm trying to work on something and I'm questioning or I'm second guessing myself. Now, today, after having a little time in recovery and practicing this, practicing this over and over, I'm starting to get better at telling myself, "Okay, that's a valid thought. It's okay that I had that thought. Now I'm going to continue instead of thinking, oh my gosh, like, that's true. Like, maybe I need to go back. Maybe I need to do this. Like, why didn't I do this? You know, like once I'm finished and I'm in the stage of going back over or, you know, recapping or summarizing whatever it is I did to myself, you know, that's when I can make edits, make changes. That's where I can clarify things. If it was a conversation or, you know, that's when I can send a follow-up text or a follow-up email, whatever it may be. These are all just examples, but in the moment, it's super important to be able to accept thoughts, let them go, and move on. And for me, that's a big part of what meditation is to me. And through practicing meditation, just sitting with myself, sitting with my thoughts, getting in the habit and the routine of accepting thoughts. You know, I try to meditate at least 20 minutes every day. 
and I either do it first thing in the morning or I try to do it in the afternoon when I get back from work or I try to do it in the evening right before I go to sleep. For me, it's super relaxing and it's a big thing that helps me go to sleep. Um, That's another thing I struggle with and another thing that keeps me awake is overthinking. But through meditation, I have practiced accepting my thoughts for what they are and being at peace with my thoughts. And it's greatly helped me that if thoughts come up while I'm in the middle of something, it's helped me because I do it every time I meditate. So I do it right then and there. Okay, valid thought. Now moving on. And another thing that is super important in the idea or the concept of staying present in the moment is taking things one day at a time. And this goes right back into over, overthinking. It goes right back into distractions. And for me, taking things one day at a time is so huge in almost every aspect of my life and especially in recovery. You know, it's so easy for me to think ahead to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, like there's certain things that are getting to the point where it's so overwhelming for me to think about how I'm going to get that done or how I'm going to get to that point or how I'm going to, you know, stay, you know, for me, just using it as an example, in my early recovery, it was super overwhelming for me to think about, you know, I would meet people with 5, 10, 15, 20, I even know people with 30 and 40 years clean and sober from from substance and you know meeting those people you know a big thing for me that kept me out of being present in the moment then was not being able to have the one day at a time mindset you know thinking like oh my gosh like how am I ever gonna go 30 years clean and sober you know how am I ever going to for instance like for me another thing is finances you know oh my gosh how am I ever going to save up enough in the future to do something like put a down payment on a house, you know, like that's going to take so much time, discipline, effort, like, how am I going to do this? You know, am I making a good enough plan? Is the plan that I stick to going to get me there? And thinking about all this stuff takes me away from just being able to allow myself to focus on today, you know, just for today. I'm going to go to the gym today. I'm going to work hard and I'm going to be productive today. I'm going to spend good time, good quality time with my girlfriend. I'm going to call people I know in recovery. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to go to, you know, one of my support meetings, one of my support groups. And, you know, just for today, by doing all those things, all those big, you know, big high level goals and stuff that I fall into the worrying about and questioning myself, like, how am I ever going to do that? Well, if everything I just said that I'm going to do today, if I do that every day, you know, 10 years from now, I will have achieved all those goals. And it's a whole idea of, you know, like, it's the same Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, no one that is president of the United States became president in a day, you know, no one that's the CEO of the billion dollar company, that never happens overnight, anything that is worthwhile takes hard time and effort to achieve, and so for me, when I get caught up in the, you know, am I ever going to do something, am I ever going to achieve it, I try to just break it down like this, today, 
I want to be a better person than I was yesterday. And what am I going to do today so I can accomplish that? Because if I make myself a better person than I was the day before, every single day, 10 years from now, I can't even fathom the person who I'll be. You know, it'll be above and beyond all my goals, all my expectations, all the challenges I'm setting for myself, everything I want to achieve, you know, and it all starts with, you know, what am I going to do today to better myself? And for me, that one day at a time mindset, a big thing for me is like a perfect example of this is going to the gym. You know, I used to have not to like brag or boast or anything, but in high school, I played three sports. So I was always super fit and I was in really good shape. And, you know, I used to have six pack abs and looking at my stomach now, you know, I have a beer belly and I haven't had a beer in over 14 months. So how does that make sense? You tell me. But it's something that I'm like really self-conscious about is, you know, how did I used to you know, be super fit, super in shape. And, you know, I, it's going to be so hard for me to get back there. You know, my weight now, I weigh like 30 pounds more than I did when I was in high school. And that's not too far ago for me. Um, I even weigh 30 pounds more than I did like just two years ago. Um, and it's like, I can't seem to, you know, get on, you know, I can't see any results right now. But I know that if I go to the gym today and I eat healthy today, if I, you know, go to Sweet Leaf, get a protein salad instead of going to McDonald's for my lunch break, you know, if I do that, you know, a couple years from now, I'm going to be back to where I was and I'm going to feel secure about my physical ability again. Um, and for me, it's, you know, for me, a big thing, it's not even all just about the physical appearance. For me, a big thing is the, you know, just being in shape and feeling healthy. Because I feel like right now I'm 100% out of shape. Um, you know, if I tried to go play a soccer game right now, I would be so winded. Whereas, you know, just a few years ago or back in high school when I was playing three sports, you know, I would do like two days. I would hit the weight room in the morning with the team and then, you know, football practice or lacrosse practice or soccer practice before I played football, whatever it was. And I was doing that consistently without any problem. Whereas now, like 20 minutes on the treadmill, I'm gassed and it's so hard for me. And, you know, I want to be able to feel healthy and feel like I can, you know, do things that not only do things that I used to be able to do. For me, it's also how do I feel about the mindset? And it's like the mindset that I have from being out of shape is totally different than the mindset I had when I was in shape. And for me, physical health is a big component in mental health. Man, when I'm sick, I get depressed. When I'm fat, lazy, out of shape, you know, I'm much more likely to be depressed. And that's just for me. Um, you know, you know, I'm sh I assume some people can relate. But right now, I'm just talking about me to give an example of something that helps me stay present in the moment is when I'm at the gym, I don't think about getting six-pack abs. I don't think about being able to run a 5K again, you know, and I don't think about being able to go out and play like an hour and a half long high-intensity soccer game, you know. I think about, okay, I'm going to run a little bit longer today on the treadmill, 
you know, today I'm going to up my weight a little bit more. Today, instead of doing a five-minute ab routine, I'm going to do a six-minute ab routine. And each day when I'm in the gym and I'm focusing just on the present workout and how I can make that present workout slightly more intense than the previous one. And sometimes it's like, you know, I, I, I can't do like huge leaps and bounds, especially in the gym. But it's also like that for a lot of other areas of my life. You know, if I, you know, for diet, you know, I'm not going to be able to go to just eating like a small sandwich or eating like a small healthy breakfast, eating a small dinner every meal, you know, I'm going to be super, super hungry and I'm going to give in. So by slowly doing the one day at a time and allowing myself to just focus on that day, just focus on what am I doing for my physical health today? What am I doing for my mental health? You know, I like to try and read a little bit in the evenings. It also helps me go to sleep. Maybe reaching out and just having a conversation with an old friend. Stuff like that greatly helps my mental health. And for me, when I'm in a state of depression or having persistent anxiety attacks, it's super overwhelming for me to think of how am I ever going to get to a point in my life where I'm happy all the time or when I'm super optimistic all the time or when I'm living stress-free. You know, those type of big, broad goals, they can seem so, they can seem so overwhelming but I know that today, if I'm feeling a little depressed, I'm just going to reach out to someone and I'm going to talk to someone and I might feel a little bit better afterwards, but I might not. But I made the effort and I was able to focus on that moment instead of not being able to focus and just spiraling downwards in that thought process of the overwhelming sense of I'm not going to be able to accomplish X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be. So yeah, guys, thanks again for tuning in. This about wraps it up for this week's episode of the Sunday Recovery Podcast. And I just would like to leave you with the emphasis on the importance of being present as far as a recovery process goes. You know, not getting too far ahead of yourself, being able to sit and focus on whatever it is you're doing. It brings so much positive energy towards your journey towards your progression towards your life and i just want to leave you with this today try and do one thing to make yourself better than you were yesterday so once again thanks everyone for tuning in this week if you could please hit the like button the follow button or the subscribe button and please share this podcast with any friends family or anyone you know who may get value out of this And I hope everyone has a great day, a great week, and I hope you go out and try and make someone else's day just a little bit better. Thanks, guys.